sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. Yes, folks, and Business Eye Friday. I think the next time that we will speak, it'll be Valentine's. All those beautiful, wonderful roses, those overpriced meals and people looking into each other's eyes and telling them that they love each other. Simon, do you have a romantic day on Valentine's? It's funny you should say that because I just got my wife a present for Valentine's and it was a pillow. <laughs> Is that romantic? <laughs> <laughs> Over your head. That's, that's <laughs> it. Honest. Yeah. Yes. I, God, remember the days when you were in your 20s and you'd booked a romantic meal and you'd go yeah. out and, you know, spend 40, 50 pound at a time for a spaghetti bolognese, Italian, yeah. the, sure. the overpriced rose and... They were the days. Now we just kind of give each other a nod, a nod (laughs) and a wink. (laughs) Or a pillow. Do you remember those times at school when you'd be vying with your friends to see who had the more Valentine's cards than the other, you know, and then you get jealous. And I remember that clearly, you know, it's. (laughs) Yeah, no, we used to just used to have to knock everything off the mantelpiece for all those flowers and all those cards that were going to arrive by the postman that day. But no. I was never one to get many. Never yeah. one. Tear, tear, cry. Joe, yeah. Joe, listen, listen. Do you, do you, are we going? Are we the Great Resignation, or is it called the Great Reset, or is it called the New Normal, or are we just going back to the future? What do you reckon? What do you reckon's going on? <laughs> Time is an illusion. That's what I think is going on. I think the last two years has been very strange as things are opening up and governments, as you can see, one by one, the domino falls in each country as they pull pull the rug on all the COVID lockdowns and all the restrictions that they had. But it's funny you should say that as well, Simon. I see that the WHO want to bring in with part of the EU a new pandemic plan um, a treaty that they want to bring in come March or April of this year. And one of the things which kind of raised a red flag for me was they'd be able to um, take people's property. So I question why would be taking someone's property be part of a pandemic? I don't mm-hmm. know. I hadn't heard of it. You know, yeah, I, I... it's the new treaty. It's a new treaty that they, they want to impose on us. But look, well, I uh, restaurants are booked, pubs are packed. I think everybody is trying to squeeze in those extra calories and get those few beers in just in case everything gets locked down again. (laughs) On on Friday night, uh, myself and my wife went off and we had a lovely meal and then we went to a pub and there were a DJ there and he was playing traditional music, which I don't mind, but we had to vacate the air, the premises. He was playing too many Bay City Roller songs Ooh, and it yeah. was it was painful, I said. <laughs> and that was the first time I was out in a pub, I'd say, in two years, in two years on it as well. Thinking of Bay City Rollers and fun and joy, we have a great guest today. Simon, who have we got? We know we do, well. Yeah. We have somebody who I haven't seen for two and a half years at one of your great events, Joe, at Airfield, by the name of Denise Devlin. Denise, how are you? I'm doing great, Simon and Joe. Thank you so much for having me on your programme. Positive parties, Denise. Denise is, I would have to say, the life and soul of any event 
Avania Fent. And Denise has decided to come on today and talk to us about personal development, that personal mastery, reconnect, because, you know, we're all going back into workplaces now again. People have been locked away in their little pods for multiple months. And now it's time to really sort of lose the nervousness, reconnect with your colleagues and reconnect with life again as well. So Denise, welcome to Business Eye. Oh, thank you very much. As I said, it's brilliant to be here. I've never been compared to the Bay City Rollers before, but um, <laughs> it's, there's always a first. But I do remember, I loved them very, very much. <clears throat> Though Donny Osmond was just a bit up. There was a Bay City Rollers and Donny Osmond was, he he was my guy. But um, yeah, a bit of Shangalang any day, Joe, yeah. No, God, it's. I think it's the one band that just makes me cringe. I, I remember family members would have the tartan scarves and you know it was it's it's like a friend of mine who taught that bros was a punk band and he bought the <laughs> album and when he brought it home he was very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> denise you know the whole we mentioned just at the beginning there the whole great reset and the great new beginning and how are people going to reconnect with each other you know because I, I i saw a client this morning and i could see you can almost see that people feel awkward reconnecting with each other. So t tell us a bit about that, you know? Yeah, well, I'm feeling that. I am out again now delivering my workshops, you know, positive parties, training with a difference. And, oh, my goodness, it's so good to get out there again um, because you can – the workshops that I deliver are so interactive that it's, it's diff, you know, it's not easy to do them on Zoom. I have done them on Zoom, but you just lose the, of course, the energy in the room. Good that you're doing it with people all over the world. But anyway, it's just great to be back. But I'm finding organizations are calling me back in now to say, listen, we we want to motivate our staff. We know that people are afraid. And so I met with a client the other day and she says people are at different levels. Some people are so excited to be back in the workplace because they've just been fed up working at home. But there's others who are quite happy working at home yeah. and they are still a bit fearful about coming back into the workplace to mix with other people. And they still have that fear around the big C and everything as we hear. So it's just finding that balance. Um, and that's what I think uh, um, employers are wanting and businesses are wanting. Now they're wanting, if they're bringing their staff back, they want something so that everybody feels comfortable, but it's, they want people working well together. But it's that to even meeting my client yesterday. It's that shaking hands. People don't want to shake hands yet. And that, and you're you're going awkwardly. Oh, I would usually sh shake your hand. But do you, do you not? So we mm. all just have to learn how to reconnect again, but to do it in a way that's going to make everybody else comfortable. Yeah. It's, it's a bit weird, isn't it, that, you know, two years can have an effect on people's lives and their belief systems. And, you know, is it a case of have we just stepped on it, you know, off a spaceship and we've all been out of connect with Mother Earth for for so many years and we're all now coming back in, like discovering what needs to be done. And, you know, a lot of people out there, I think everybody had coping, had a coping mechanism for the last two years. And, you know, is it a time that we, the stuff that's turning up at the moment, has it always been there bubbling in the background, but 
we have blocked it away over the last two years. So is there new stuff or is it just going to be old stuff resurfing itself for people? Oh, do you know, I think that people generally all want to connect, be be connected with each other. We have that. It's our heart. It's in our heart and soul to connect with other people. But what has happened, I think, just over the past couple of years is some people got time to step back and like really go go inside and say what's important to me is it the the whole busyness is it the rat race or you know is it my, in my family <clears throat> you know nature taking time out so people are can that have been able to go inward again and look from the inside out that's that you know this is a way that in a, in a way maybe this was necessary yeah. for humanity to have a look at the bigger picture yeah. And it got everybody to reflect on where we are and what's going on. Yeah, I, I wonder, that's a really good point, because I think it's really valid that some people, as you said, Denise, have taken that time and they've, yeah. to, to, to the outer world, it might look like they've become introverted, but in reality, yeah. they're nurturing their souls. Yes. And that, that's definitely happened to me, you know. And uh, But how do leaders, how do, how do leaders in organisations what do they do with this? How are they going to differentiate and how are they going to nurture those people, continue to nurture those people who validly have taken time out and not exclude them and conversely not bully them because they've got a different mindset? That's going to be a real challenge, isn't it? Definitely. And that's why I feel now with clients that I've been talking to, um, when I'm going in, it's like they're taking, they want to introduce something, but do it in a fun way do it in an uplifting way talk about the energy in the room and get people what i would do is like talk about positive experiences talk about you know what they see the the good things that have happened in this time that they were, they were away so to reflect on that rather than looking at the negative things and going over and ruminating of all the yicky things that have happened over this past couple of years and i know obviously it's been very sad because people have lost loved ones too but and the but for leaders it's bring people back together as you said nurture and be able to um be able to give a space for both people, the ones who are really excited about coming back and all gung ho about, yeah, we're back in the office. And for those who are treading carefully about a fear, just be mindful of them and do it in a very gentle way. Simon, do you think it's a bit of a restart for some organizations who knew there was a bit of toxicity in the organization before COVID kicked in and, you know, coming back into the workplace? How do they? get things moving on a happy place and keeping that toxicity at, at the door. Yeah, I agree. I think smart organizations should and hopefully are looking at this. I just wonder, though, you know, you know, I posted something the other day about um, about, uh, you know, we're, we're rushing headlong back into back into the way we were. And, and none of us are questioning why were people getting up at six o'clock in the morning and commuting for two or three hours. And, and nobody ever questioned that in the past. Right. And, yeah. and I just, humans are, we, we're kind of lazy. We tend to do things when the pain of not doing it exceeds the pain of doing it. And I wonder whether we're just going to fall back into that same old trap. What do you think, Denise? <laughs> 
Well, I hope not. But yeah, <clears throat> uh, I hope not, because I think we've had to see the light on this. You know, we really have. And this um, do, do, do is not the way to go. It's all about be, be, be. And yeah. it's about being. It's about staying in the present moment. And it's about enjoying every single day. You know, it's about whatever emotions come in and it's getting out of our heads and that thought, you know, I have to do, you have to be, you have to go. And it's that rat race. And it's like, no, we can't go back to that. And I, you know, if this has taught us anything, that's it. Yeah. That's the question. Have, have we learned anything? You know, the, the time will tell, or was it just a blip within a workforce you know we know that some people will never go back to work we know some businesses will never open and we know there's new people coming in to the business as well so for me i'm picturing this thing it's like out of hibernation i feel like i'm a squirrel after coming out or a badger and come it's it's in spring and we're all coming out and rubbing our eyes and stretching our arms and yawning um will it will it change will it change I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I was driving out of Dublin today and seeing all the traffic. Yeah, I didn't want to in. come back. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just thought I'm amazed that it's all coming back into the town. And I was looking at the faces of people in the cars driving into town, thinking they have that robotic kind of mm-hmm. exhausted look on their faces that they had two years ago. And I, I'm an optimist, and I know Denise is. We all the three of us are, and I hope this is a circuit breaker. But I'm also a bit of a realist. I just think. These big organizations will just suck everybody back in again. But am I wrong, Denise? <laughs> well, do you see, it's that fine line between some people really want that. Because, you know, when I, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he's now working for home for an organization in Chicago, and uh, he's everything's online, and he, he's, he's really happy in it. He's an introvert, he, he's got a family. Of four kids so it really really suits him to be at home all the time and he says this is just real this is brilliant for me and i just meet my friends online it's all it and i said if this had happened when i was in my late 20s and early 30s when i had my own house up in belfast or when i lived in edinburgh in my early in my early 20s i would have freaked the thought of not getting out and meeting people and not being able to go anywhere i think i would have gone to lally because i'm an extrovert person and it would have really driven me over the age so that's it with organizations like some people will love to come back and others will will want to stay and work from home so it's really i think from my point of view if organizations can work with the people who want to be in and meeting people, they're extroverts, and let the introverts, if they want to work from home, I mean, that's the win-win really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we can only just judge life on our own personalities yes, and our yeah, own yeah. experiences. For yeah. like for me, I'm happy working from home, and if I have to go into an office two days a week, that suits me. Yeah, Do yeah. I think being in an office five days a week i think it's a complete waste of time yeah, i think yeah, there is more yeah. work wasted in an organization then you can be more productive if you're disciplined from home on it so for me god no i god if i had to go into a place get up mondays and yeah. do that five days a week oh, i i 
I would have a real issue with it. I really would. Yeah, I couldn't do that again. Oh, for me, it's I love working from home, but I'm noticing in myself that increasingly I'm canceling Zoom calls and saying I'll meet you instead. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a quiet. I think I'm a quiet extrovert. I I, I like I, I, need, I need to be around people. But I'm, but I enjoy my quiet times as well. You're and, like the wise man sitting at the back of the room, the big cigar. <laughs> but I, I'm the same, Simon. But but in my twenties and early thirties, I couldn't have done that. But with maturity now and age, like I could. So I like being working from home. But I also like being out and meeting people again, and especially delivering. Delivering out is just like so important for me, and just. The joy of being in a room with the staff team and bringing them together again, and it's just amazing. Denise, when when you're when you're now getting back with the groups, I'm just wondering how to ask this question. And and you're you're looking in their eyes, right? Are you looking for the different types of people, the extroverts, the introverts, those who are sheepish about being back, those who just can't? Are you actually? Because you pick up all the, because I know you're trained in NLP and CBT. Yeah. And yeah. are you looking for these things? Yeah, you can. You Obviously, you're picking up the energy of those. When I'm delivering, there's the people who are the more extrovert, who will come up, who will volunteer, as you know what it's like at a positive parties workshop. And then there's the introverts who will be more likely just to just, and, you know, sit and listen and be part of the, the conversation. But if if the team has brought if a you know an employer has brought them in like that to work with the team, they know the importance of working as a team. So whether they're going to be you know at home a couple of days a week or apart, it doesn't matter that that rapport with the team and working together is really important. What's your main focus when you're popping into an organisation and doing the positive party? We know that there's the, you know there's the fun element, but what's the you know, when we talk about resilience, resilience, 50% of resilience is positivity, but the other 50% of resilience is showing people the tools. What, yeah. that part of it, what, what, what are you focusing on at the moment to get people to, to be more resilient? We're po- focusing on their thoughts. I've come across this in all my years of personal development and cognitive behavioral therapy, like coaching, NLP, I've come across the three principles, coaching, from Sydney Banks. And it is so simple, but it is so profound and just so beautiful. And this book he has here, The Missing Link, uh, Reflections on Philosophy and Spirit. And he basically talks about mind, consciousness and thought. So when I'm going to attend an organization, you're talking about the mind is the universal mind. The universal mind is all about, you know, what, what we have this intelligence that runs through us that like if if I cut my finger it's going to heal isn't it if you have a fever and you're sick it's your body's way of of letting you know that 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 it has to get rid of it you know the birds know how to migrate it's just there's this divine there's this intelligence this divine intelligence within each and every one of us so that the mind I would if I was going to groups I'd say that's you know your aliveness and I'll say is everybody alive here today and everybody's like yeah we're alive okay yeah you're alive are you conscious you know are you conscious and they're like yeah we're conscious so that's your consciousness and then thought do you all think yeah, we all think. So that's the three principles of life. What's the three? What's the principles of maths? Adding, subtracting, 
you know, multiply and divide. And the three principles of life are mind, consciousness, and thought. So everything is around your thoughts. You know, thoughts get us into trouble. Thoughts get us out, out of trouble. So basically, in all my tools that I'm teaching now, I still there's some NLP where we're teaching people about a positive anchor. Still, we're looking at the your, your thoughts, your feelings, your physical feelings, and your behaviors. We're looking at all this, but everything comes back to thought. So that's the basis of what we're taking into organizations. It's like, you know, that you we've heard it all before. You create your own reality, but it's making it really simple for people. Like I'll draw a sun on the flip chart and I'll say, okay, is the sun out today? And if we're doing it in schools, that somebody might say, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, is the sun? Is the sun? Yeah, of course the sun's always there. That's like the mind, this intelligence that is running through us. You know, then the sky is like our consciousness. And the sky, our consciousness, it's always there. And it's whatever level we are of our awareness or our consciousness. And thoughts, thoughts are like clouds. They're going to come and go, aren't they? We, we might have a thought, a thought, a, a storm, you know, a thought storm, but those clouds are going to go. So they're always going to pass. And it's about us having that awareness to let the storm, the storm clouds come and glow, go but that we can always come back into mind to that inner wisdom, but it's our consciousness that brings this to us. So the basis of positive parties is, is, is planting that seed of mind, consciousness and thought on how they all work together. And I'm just loving this work of Sid Banks. And it's so simple. He talks about everybody has an, an innate, innate wellness. We all have that innate wellness mental health but in every one of us but it's only our it's only our thoughts and our awareness that get us out of it and when these thoughts come in we know it's like it's like the glass of murky water you know if we have a glass of murky water if we shake it you know what's it going to do it's just going to make it worse if we let the murky water settle and we let our thoughts settle then we can go back into our go back into it Simon. yeah I was just going to say, you mentioned thoughts a lot, and, and I agree with you. Everything starts with thoughts. What about emotions? Is there a place for emotions in business? Yes, of course, because, you know, we know about emotions intelligence. And I, I've just seen throughout the years, too, in my 11 years of, of delivering my programs, um, more and more of you know, directors of employers of principals are like tapping into that. It's not about the intellect, it's the emotional intelligence, because it's those with the emotional intelligence, especially the leaders with the emotional intelligence that are able to build that rapport, work with their, their team. People with emotional intelligence can work with their colleagues because they know how to manage their emotions to deal with their emotions to to not get triggered by other people so yeah emotions but of course our our emotions are our feelings and our feelings always come from a thought the, the, the thoughts there first that they're, they're so connected think, you can't have one without the other <clears throat> i think with with the emotional as well it, we have learned to believe that bottling up our emotions in business is the right thing to do and it's sort of like, yo, know, you have to act this way and be this way. And if you do these, tick these boxes, you'll get on within an organization and you'll get on in life. But all those things that we have been told to tick 
are they the wrong ones that we've been taking? You know, we're pushing people further and further away from being authentic to be them true selves so they can tick a box because they believe this is meant to be the right thing to do to excel in an organization. And I think with what you're doing, Denise, and with hopefully with what we've learned over the last two years, that people have to stop and just start telling the truth and standing up for themselves and expressing what they feel from an emotional point of view is what they feel is right and is needed for for themselves personally to grow as an individual and the organization on it as well. So I think I think we have to all wise up and start telling the truth. So Simon. I, I I couldn't agree more. I remember back in the 90s when I was working, I won't mention who, but for a big American multinational. And I can't tell you how many times I was told you're too emotional, Simon, because I am quite an emotional person. And, and, oh, don't show your emotions and you're meant to be perfect. I think that's the absolute opposite of what you're meant to be because nowadays, you know, some of the leading companies demonstrate relationship building and building trust and encouraging participation and recognition and empathy, all the soft skills that we were told not to employ back in the 90s. So it's it's just whether companies believe that this is the way to go and the smart ones do. What, what do you think, Denise? Yeah, I, it's the only way to go now. And we've learned that. Like, I mean, we can't go back to that old school, the way people, you know, Oh, bullying went on in organizations like I've been, you know, and I've known other friends years ago. But, you know, I've, I was on a forum once where people talked about that, that, that bullying went on of people that had gone up the ladder. Um, they got to a certain point and they just thought, well, this is I'm in the power now and this is the way I treat with other people. And they got away with it. I know. They actually got away with it. But those days are gone. Those days are gone. And it's about tapping into your own authenticity and about having respect for other people, but being able to show your true feelings and show how how you can can how you work, how you light up, what your strengths are, and taking that forward. Yeah, it's it's the only way. Yeah, absolutely. By being yourself. Yeah. It does come with sacrifices, and there is where people have to realise that if they are their authentic self. They could they could no longer fit into an organization. Yeah. And is is that the role that they want? That that's the you know, paying the bills or being authentic as well. So I think organizations have to really sort of dig deep and let people flourish by being themselves on it. And I think that's I think that's what 2022, 2023 is going to be all about. Denise, if, if someone wants to reach out to you, if they want to get into Positive Parties, want to do the reconnect, give us your website, please. It's positiveparties.com. And they can get in touch with me then. And I'm back out there all over. And this is, I know we'll hopefully be working together on our reconnect po- program, Joe and Simon. And um, that's going to be great. I'm really excited. Just peep organizations, if, if you want to you know, have the energy in the room again, get your staff together, come back, be happy, be joyful and, you know, be positive for going ahead. This is the thing to do. And you can't do it with a boring PowerPoint presentation and people sitting in a room behind a desk. That brings up a question. Yeah. Simon, 
How did you feel about doing the hokey pokey at 11am on a Saturday morning? At Airfield, I really enjoyed it. And do you know what I was doing? I was watching the, the people who were walking around the place looking at us and not believing what they could see. That made me just, that made me feel warm inside, you know? Yeah. 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 I think it's everyone having a laugh and, you know, reconnecting in a different way. I think that's really important. People, games and laughter. And I think that's yeah. what's needed. I think when we connect, it's not back to the stuffy office. I think it's reconnecting, getting people to laugh again. Laugh. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe, we've we've been through the worst couple of years, certainly in Western Europe since in 70 years. And I think we really need to be really grateful that we're here and that and we need to be really grateful and happy and happy with each other. Like, what, what's the point of life if we can't be happy and positive? There's, what's the point, Denise? What do you think? And totally, totally. And, I mean, we all going to have, you know, you have, of course you have times when you're grumpy and you're down and you're, but that's life, you know. We're here to, we're, we're here not to, to try and sort out the problems of life. We're here to experience the, the, the everything of life and the emotions and the wisdom and it's just yeah just here to enjoy ourselves but the thing is when we when we connect again and we're having fun doing it and there's laughter and there's people telling of you know stuff that they did during the lockdown or what's happening at work now and people are clapping and cheering other people talk about joy rather than getting people in to say oh my goodness you're back to work now this is what we're going to do we're going to move forward blah 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 boring it's bring change the energy in the room raise the vibes everybody appreciate it gratitude is the biggest thing simon so we are getting people back reconnecting and like thank god we're all here we're you know and yeah we've got jobs absolutely we've got our families we've got our friends yeah yeah gratitude is the key it's the key isn't it yeah it yeah. is indeed yeah. that yeah. sounds like a song <laughs> we could sing that denise thanks for coming on to business eye Thank you very much, Joe Thanks, and Simon. And it was lovely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. Yes, and welcome back to Business Eye. Simon, I think reconnect, I think personal development. I believe that, you know, people hopefully have observed how they lived their lives, good or bad, over the last two years. And hopefully the majority of people will make a change, a positive change for the future, for themselves, their company and their family as well. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it, it has been a big reset for people and a great opportunity. And I think an opportunity to be more intentional about what we want, you know, be more intentional about how can I be nicer to people? How can I be nicer to myself? How can I, how can I um, be more proactive about what I want rather than just being swept along with those big queues of commuters you know be a bit more intentional about what you want from life and of course a lot of us need to keep you know at the grind the grind keep the, the nose to the grindstone we still need to work and we still need to do a job but hopefully even those people are thinking well maybe there is a different way if i you know if i'm patient etc so i think i think we should really use it as a reset i really do you you and i have i mean you've moved into the country and and my wife and I have downsized, and and so we've done it. We, we, we've used it to intentionally reorientate, and, and yeah. we're both still here, and we're both grateful. <laughs> know what you don't want and know what you do want. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing. And what I've learned 
especially over the last couple of months is what do I need? Yeah. What do I want? Or what do I want? What do I need? And what fears do I have to be my true authentic self? That's, that's the questions that I'm asking myself now on a regular basis and stuff is coming up and learning to just observe it. Um, and then just alchemizing it then from there on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I had this conversation with somebody two days ago about I'm able now to stand above situations and rather than jump and have a go at somebody or criticize them, allow the situation to unsettle and filter down. And that's only happening because I've had this couple of years to really slow down, you know, and I'm noticing I haven't fallen out with anybody for nearly two years, April 2020. That's because we locked you away. We were only pretending about lockdown. Everyone else was living a normal life. We just <laughs> locked you down. Ever. That's the longest <laughs> ever. There's always time. <laughs> always time. On to next week, folks. Myself and Simon wishing you a happy, successful weekend. And we'll talk to you again next week. Take care.